2: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily.
3: Hello, happy Friday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, there's only one place to start today, and that's all the build up you need to hear ahead of England against Scotland. A game you can hear live on TalkSport and on TalkSport 2 tonight. Yeah, both of them from 7 p.m. We'll hear from Gabby Agbonahor and Jamie O'Hara shortly on who they think might start for the three lines. But first up, it's the manager, Gareth Southgate, with news on Harold Maguire.
4: Harry will be involved tomorrow. The decision we've got to make is whether he's ready to start, but we're really pleased with his progress. And he's um, trained with the team for four or five days now. I had no reaction. You know, I think he's uh, on, on a really good path, so uh, of course we, we, we want everybody available. It causes difficult decisions, but this morning on the training pitch we had 26 players training, and that's a, a great situation for us to be
0: in with Stones and Mings hasn't he I think like Harry Maguire's an amazing defender but when you played as good as Mings played against Croatia you can't really say to him oh you're not starting the next game because Maguire's back I I don't see anyone getting dropped to be honest I feel like it could be maybe the, the same team against Scotland
2: talked about terry venables being very calm ahead of the scotland game in 96 and that's what you've tried to be this week do you approach it any differently and what do you draw upon the way he managed things then
4: he was always looking at the setup of the team, the setup of the opposition, making sure that we were tactically prepared. We we try to prepare the team as a as a coaching staff in a in a similar fashion, really. So of course we could get wrapped up in the occasion and and overplay that, but we really don't think that's the best state to go into the game, and um, we have to be ready for it. We can't be undercooked because. You know the energy and the uh, the extra incentive for teams in in games like this is is, is obvious, but um, we've also we've got to make sure we get the balance right when we're talking about those things. On now to the England captain, Harold Kane
2: first time ball in and Harry Kane heads it in that is a superb England goal
4: a lot of our players young or experienced are played in the biggest games for club and, and some for country as well so I think they know what to expect I think they can use that to their advantage. there's nothing better as a player when you've got a, a stadium that's making loads of noise and especially hopefully uh, in our favour at Wembley so yeah it's a game to look forward to and, and try and use that energy as motivation for us
0: I'd like to see a left back play like, you, you don't need to- play Trippier even though I thought he played okay I just think having a left back gives you balance getting forward crosses and I think it helps Harry Kane to be able to get in the box more because he knows crosses are going to be coming in
1: I prefer left footed players certainly at wing back or full back to have that bit of balance I saw Aspilicueta play many times at left back done a brilliant job but there's always those times where we get out and there's a chance to put the ball in. And because he's not his strongest suit, his left foot, he will then cut back on his right foot. And once you do that, the run's already been made. Kane would have made a run. Then he's got to come back out and go back in again. But that's just one part of it. Other than that, Trippier can play defensively. Yeah, yeah. They understand the role. Trippier won the La Liga this season. He's worked under Simeone. And Simeone is a brilliant defensive coach.
4: He's basically got to change that left side. He's got to put a proper left back in. Like I'm a Chelsea fan, but whether it be Shaw or Chilwell, I don't mind. <laughs> Jack
1: Greenish, King of the Free man of the match for our party in the evening. Twitter might tell you that I'm underachieving. What are they gonna
0: do? When I... Jack was the one that he cleared the fans, singing his name. He's the one that the public want to see play for England. So hopefully he gets his chance. If not starting, I'm sure he'll come on off the bench.
2: The Yorkshire Pierlo. Now Calvin
1: Phillips will try and make a run to split the lines, and he's done well. He receives the ball. Calvin
2: Phillips.
0: I know Phillips. that Scotland, in the past, in the history, have always wanted to beat England. So I know that they're not going to come here and lie down. I know that they're going to give us just as just as good a game as what Croatia did, if not harder. Once the Croatian game was out of the way, I knew that this one was going to be one of the toughest games of the tournament. Obviously, we know there's going to be a lot of passion. It might be a little bit of spice, but it's nothing, nothing personal. It's just football. Hey
3: I know the Scots, the Welsh, the Irish, and they don't support us, but, you know, we all support them because, you know... No, we don't, Scott. We, we all don't support them. Oh, not all of us then. OK, well, some of us do. If Scotland nick a result tomorrow, then there's every potential that they can go through. Second place would be of a benefit to us. So if there's any team that I would like to have a result nicked from us, it'd be Scotland. And I don't mean to win, necessarily, maybe get a point. Now, Scotland manager Stevie Steve O'Clark has been speaking ahead of tonight's clash. He said that the aim was to get to the knockout stages and believes that they can still achieve that goal.
4: objective when we started the tournament was to get enough points to get out of the group stage into the knockout stage for the first time in our history and we still have that in front of us so we look to get something out of the game against England and obviously we'll have to get something out of the game against Croatia as well so we look forward to the next two games. (laughs) The emotions of the the head coach of Scotland. Proud to be the head coach of Scotland, proud to lead this group of players. Hopefully, they can make us all smile at the end of the game. I've spent a long part of my my life in England, never mind my my football playing and coaching career, so good memories down here, lots of of good friends. I want Scotland to win desperately.
3: And don't forget, gang, there will be England-focused commentary on TalkSport with analysis from former Three Lions defenders Stuart Pearce and Sol Campbell. But on TalkSport 2, how about this? Well-played TalkSport. You've got the Scottish angle with insight from Paul Dickoff Amazing. And as if that wasn't enough... When the whole thing's over from 10pm on Talk Sport 2, you can have your say with me and Cundy on the normal number. And staying with England Scotland, this is Ali McCoy and Paul Gazza Gascoyne. Looking back at that wonderful, famous clash between the old enemy 25 years ago at Euro 96. And of course, that spectacular goal, helping England win 2-0. Oh, here's Gascoigne Gascoigne, he can finish it here!
2: I remember obviously we met up after the tournament, you come into the dressing room, we always a bit of crack, I tell people, you never really gave us any stick, and you never really mentioned the goal, because I actually think you knew yourself how good that was, I say to people, see if it had been a tap in, see if the goalie if Gorham had maybe touched it and you'd knocked it in for half a yard, I think you might have made our lives a misery, but I tell people, I think even you knew how good that goal was, and you didn't want to go on about
3: it, is that fair? Yeah, definitely, without a doubt, you know, I knew because the stick you're giving us, and I always remember in my head, I'm thinking, well, you don't know how I play, because I play for Glasgow Rangers. but you don't know what I'm like when I play for England, and it was my first game against uh, Scotland, but, you know, I, when the ball come to this, I had a quick look, and I, I can see Colin Henry coming at us. I think if he slowed down, I would have to bring it down and obviously beat the, both of them. I knew I hardly sw- scored a goal against Andy Gordon in training anyway, But when I've seen him come, I flicked it over, perfect, and I'm thinking, just hit it because I've put myself in a great position, and I was coming to my right foot, and as I've smashed it, it's like dipped as well at the same time, and I've went to celebrate, and honestly, I wanted to look at Andy Goram and say, stick it up you, you lad, but I didn't, and I knew we'd be raging. The crowd are in raptures. The England players too. On now to Thursday's games, where Belgium advanced to the last 16 after beating Denmark. It was the first match the Danes had played since Christian Eriksen suffered a cardiac arrest against Finland. The match was stopped after 10 minutes when fans and players from both sides united in a minute's applause for the Danish number 10. Their forward, Martin Braithwaite, reflected on an emotional evening in Copenhagen.
0: It was really, really special. I think days like this, it uh, just shows you what kind of privilege we have to go and play football here, and also shows you the support from the whole country today. It was just uh, amazing. We, we really appreciate and we're really grateful for
2: all the love that we're feeling tonight. Well, we can hear You'll Never Walk Alone being played in the stadium. The fans singing that, all no doubt to honour Christian Eriksen, who we know will miss this game, will miss the tournament as well. And the teams are making their way out right now. So let's hand you back to your commentary team. It is Matt Holland alongside Nigel Pearson.
1: And here comes a minute of applause for Christian Eriksen.
2: They actually didn't even kick the ball out of play. The referee just stopped the game and started the applause. Actually, the referee incredibly poignant moment. It's a fantastic show of unity.
1: Belgium have the lead, and who else could it be but that man, Kevin De Bruyne, who is a super sub for Belgium tonight. On
3: well, now to Group C, where Ukraine beat North Macedonia. Nope, me neither. And the Netherlands won at home against Austria.
2: And it's put in for 2-0, and the Dutch surely have won the group now! Denzel Dumfries again! You can do no more than win your group after two games, that's impressive. they got some good players in their ranks. I think they'll get tested by better opposition, later in the uh, group, and I've not seen a tournament winner in
3: their performance.
2: And Ukraine take three points, the first three
4: of their Euro 2020 championships, but boy, were they made to work for it? We've witnessed a, a game of high quality, high drama. It's been a fantastic advert for the Euros.
3: Now, former Liverpool boss Rafa Benitez has emerged as a frontrunner to become Everton's next manager. Jamie O'Hara thinks he won't succeed at Goodison Park. However, Adrian Durham can't think of anyone better than Rafa right now. But this is the former West Ham striker Dean Ashton, who can't believe that the Toffees are going for the Spaniard. First of
1: all when he was at Liverpool he called Everton a small club. Now do you ever recover from saying that? When you're at a rival club and you say that the club that now he might now join was a small club when they're not. They're not a small club Everton. They're a big historic club throughout throughout the years that have, you know, certainly in the 80s were an unbelievable side that won that won trophies. Also, Rafa comes in, and if I'm an Everton supporter, I'm thinking, do I really want to watch a Rafa Benitez side now in the style of football that he played at, say, Newcastle? Who would have fit the bill better than Rafa Benitez, who knows that city like the back of his hand, understands how put down Everton fans have been and Everton as a football club have been, how much they've been in the shadow of Liverpool for so many years. So therefore, he's not going to take that job lightly. He knows that he's got to deliver, otherwise he's going to have everything thrown at him. I can't think of any, anybody better, to be honest with you. I cannot believe how far detached Farhad Mashiri has become from Everton as a club. If he thinks Rafa Benitez is the answer for Everton. I can't, honestly can't even believe that it's, in the same, that it's even been talked about, that it's got this far. Can't believe it, honestly.
0: I don't think it's going to work you know they went with Carlo Ancelotti and thinking that was going to bring them success yeah. I don't know the owner at the minute there just obviously wants big names and big people like star guys it didn't work with Ancelotti and he went see you later I'm going back to Real Madrid they finished 10th Everton needed someone like Eddie Howe or or someone you something know like, completely fresh something fresh something new which was going to be like right let's let's take this club forward and and build something well, they're bringing what, in managers what's, that, what, what's Eddie won compared to Rafa I'm not, it's, yeah but it's not always about what you win though how is it Rafa's won everything I get that he's a a, a great manager. I just don't necessarily think that it's the right move for Everton. Well,
3: that's it, gang. Thanks so much for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. So, coming up today, of course, we've got three live games on the Talksport network from 2 p.m. on Talksport 2. It's Sweden against Slovakia. Then at 5pm, also on TalkSport 2, it's Croatia against Czech Republic. Then at 8 o'clock, it's the big one. England against Scotland on both TalkSport and TalkSport 2. I'll be back on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar tonight on TalkSport 2 for the first hour from 10pm alongside the fun boy taking your calls on that incredible game of football. And then, of course, from 11 all the way on to one We're on TalkSport, but it doesn't matter. You'll be joining us for both of them. And a reminder, there will be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, come on England! That was a podcast from TalkSport.
2: The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat